was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. It was the best. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. And welcome to Shaken Not Noob, episode 8. The podcast that thinks Red Dead Redemption's hair tonic should be a real thing. I mean, as two baldies, it <laughs> absolutely should. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the problem is, if we took hair tonic, would it just make our hair grow longer or thicker? I reckon we'd just get bigger beards. Like, more bushy beards. Yeah, boy. Uh, I'm your host, Doody Dutrum, and with me, as always, he's on a one-for-one strike rate. That's Fuzzy Dan. Hello! Welcome back. Batten 1.0. Well, I think that's a good thing, Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're, you're batting above your strike average. Um, for those of you who don't know, this is going to be our Red Dead Redemption 2 spoiler episode, but we are going to start off with news, and then after news we're going to go into online, and then after we've done with online we're going to go straight into the campaign. So if you're wanting to listen, you're safe up until after we finish the online mode, I think. You've been warned, Tom. Tom. <laughs> Fuzzy Dan, you said you've got a wee bit of news, and I've got a wee bit, a wee bit of comic news, a wee bit of news as well. What have you got? <laughs> um, going along with uh, Fallout 76, uh, the the ongoing saga with Fallout 76. Yep, that's in my news. <laughs> it's, it's fucking hilarious. So uh, Bethesda officially apologised this last week uh, because they released uh, the, what was it, the Fallout 76 Power Armor Edition, yep. which people paid a metric fat ton of money for. $250, $300, I think, Australian. That's right. They had uh, one of the advertisements special uh, features was a, uh, a canvas bag yeah. with Fallout logos and all the rest of it. Uh, what they got when they finally opened their box of stuff uh, was this little nylon bag. Yeah. And Bethesda basically said, well, that was an original, like, that was just a design concept. Uh, we never really meant to follow through with it. It just ended up being too expensive. Uh, so basically, fuck you all. <laughs> well, uh, Bethesda have now come out. Uh, they have. Yeah. Yeah, they officially apologised for saying fuck you uh, to everybody. And they said... Uh, it, to, to apologise for saying fuck you, we're going to give you, everybody, 500 atoms, which is the in-game, some of the in-game currency, yep. the premium currency. Yep. Uh, turns out that works out to be the equivalent of five Earth dollars. So... Uh, the great <laughs> thing is, is that <laughs> canvas bag that uh, you're supposed to get when yeah. you buy the game yeah. is actually a, a bag that is on the postman skin That's right. for the game. And the postman skin costs 700 credits. So with that 500 credits you got, you can't even buy the in-game version of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> fucking awesome. Like, these guys continue to miss the fucking mark on everything to do with Fallout 76. Like, I, I just don't know how they can cock it up any worse than they already have. They'll find a way. <laughs> Life uh, finds a way. But <laughs> Bethesda they, does too. But they uh, they have actually come out and apologised as well on top of that. This was earlier this week. Oh, saying, they've apologised uh, for the apology of their apology? Yep. yep okay. So they're, they're now actually getting the canvas bags made. Oh, okay. Ooh. Um, you'll need to go to the Bethesda website and fill out a form that actually you know provide you your copy of the code and like a copy of this game code that you're given for the yeah. premium edition and then they'll send you the canvas bag. If they came out and said that from the start, saying this is expensive, it's going to take time, if you do that from day one, sure. I think people would have been more fine with it. Yeah, absolutely. But to be fair, now you're getting two bags. Yeah, but one of them's just rubbish and you're never going to use it. So Could be a bad gym bag. Bad gym bag, yes. I'd use it for a bad gym bag. Yeah. That's like Jim Belushi. God. <laughs> anyway. What else <laughs> you got? Um, the other thing was uh, the final uh, release date for Ace Combat 7. 
Oh, uh, was announced. So uh, They're actually a bit of fun. Those games. You played the Ace Combat series before? I, I think a demo or two in my day. It's like a Japanese RPG, but in an airplane, and it's pretty amazing. So it is the Gran Turismo of flying games. The Top Gun of flying games. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, so this one's coming out. It's called Skies Unknown. Uh, getting released in mid January. So uh, I'm pretty excited for that. Go online, check out the trailers. I think there is a. Um, they've got a special edition coming out for the PSVR. The canvas bag. <laughs> God only hopes. Uh, yeah, no, they are uh, the special edition for the virtual reality uh, games. So yep. uh, I think you can get it on. Um, yeah, the PSVR. It looks incredible. So it's it's almost making me want to buy incredible. a PSVR. Incredible. God. Oh, God. Oh, God, help me now. Duty, uh, what's your news? What's going on with yours? So Warner Brothers Montreal, they uh, they previously did the Batman Arkham Origins, which was sort of a, a sure. prequel to the uh, Rocksteady Arkham games. Yes. Uh, they've put up a photo, and uh, it looks like they might be doing a Court of Owls series for Batman. Ooh. Which will be next. So if you don't know the Court of Owls, they're essentially a bunch of rich people who are uh, form an underground secret society of Gotham and they control what happens in Gotham. Yep. So uh, it's actually really interesting. They're, they're quite a new villain for Batman. Um, but uh, Warner Brothers Montreal will also be in LA the same time as the Game Awards, which will be, I think, by the time this episode releases, they'll it's be going now. Tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but they'll be showing their games to actual Warner Brothers themselves. Ooh. Um, not, uh, it won't be unveiled at the uh, the LA Games Game Awards. Nice. Um, so that'll be pretty interesting. I didn't mind Arkham Origins. It, it, it was sort of a... Arkham City 2.5 or mm. 1.5. Mm. Um, it's a bit fun. I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, we've also got December 11 to January 2nd. The Overwatch Winter Wonderland time event is now happening, or will be happening. And it's essentially like Halloween, but Christmas. 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 <laughs> oh. So that'll be pretty cool. And you'll get some new skins and all that sort of stuff like that as well. Nice. Uh, and as of this morning, we got a tease for the next Far Cry game. Did you see this? I uh, did not. Uh, so this is a spoiler warning for Far Cry Five. Uh, the uh, the main bad guy in Far Cry Five, Joseph Seed, I think his name was, yep. keeps warning you if the apocalypse is coming. The apocalypse is coming. When you actually go and fight Joseph Seed at the end and uh, try to kill him, the apocalypse comes, and he actually saves your life and puts it into a bunker after all these nuclear bombs go off. And he's like, "Yep, I told you the apocalypse was coming." You did. And then you start Fallout seventy six. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the the next the next uh, Fallout game or not Fallout the next Far Cry sorry. game sorry <laughs> uh, will be uh, teased or, or shown off at uh, the LA Game Awards. Oh wow! So it's a, like a direct sequel. Uh, it, it appears that way, and uh, this little teaser has shown someone picking up a buzzsaw and loading it into a crossbow. And I'm like, that looks sick. <laughs> Which is interesting. It's an interesting uh, move for the Far Cry series because they usually do them. They're separate very standalone, quite separate. So except for Far Cry One, which had like primal instincts and predator and all that sort of stuff. But they're they're, they're in each in their own little worlds, right? They just mm, they, it mm. just seems to be like there are carryover attributes and you know there's mechanics within the games, but they seem to be in their own sort of isolated world. So this having a, as a direct sequel of Far Cry Five, very interesting move. Yeah, yeah. So. Let's see how it goes. Far Cry 5 was... I enjoyed it, but of course it's one of those games that once you finish, there's nothing to do. Yep. So It's a playthrough once and then throw it away. Basically, I give it to you and then I think I traded it in for Red Dead Redemption afterwards. So Good move. There we go. There we go. But uh, that's it for the news that I've got so far. It's time to actually talk about Red Dead Online. That Let's has, uh, has do been it. out for about a week or now week or so now for everyone yep what do we think you've you've started off your character i've started my character we've had a bit of a shenanigans online yes willie the kid as uh, my official character name which i'm pretty, ha- yep. pretty happy with and mine is just phillipson <laughs> <laughs> i'm also happy with my horse name winnie cooper 
you know, horse puns. Uh. <laughs> well, uh, a, a friend of ours as well, Zach, has made his character on Red Dead. And yes. His, uh, his character's name is Jack's Offalot. <laughs> That's totally getting banned. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yes. Yeah. It, uh, the game is essentially separate to the single-play campaign of Red Dead Redemption 2. I think it's actually set not long before the events of Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. Um, and you essentially, your character is arrested for uh, a murder he actually did not commit. Yep. You make your character, he's sprung out of jail, and then uh, you actually have your own single, not single-play because it's multiplayer, but you have your own actual campaign for that character. Yes. Which is very cool. Um, Fuzzy, any any uh, thoughts on the, the the character creation or anything like that so far? Uh, one of the things that yeah we've we've spoken about a little bit and has come up in um, in a lot of the Rockstar games online before. Yep, uh, I, it still annoys me that the lead character for this game doesn't speak. Yep. So I, I still want like I, st- I feel like I'm losing a bit of the immersion because yep. you just got this character that's walking around this fully immersive world where there's you know there's characters talking to you and they're all individual he personalities. He has some sound effects as well, but he just kind of just grunts and then like when people are talking, he's just nodding his head or she yeah. if they if you've created a female character. But like, I I find that to be a distraction. Yeah. Just there are literally. A billion ways that you could make voice options for people, yeah. and just you know record some like you could have one actor recording a whole bunch of lines and just do voice modulation as different options, you know pitching high, pitching low, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you could do you can do that with your fucking whistle in this game. You can you can you, you can, can uh, modulate you can. the pitch and tone of your whistle, but you can't speak, which is which seems crazy to me. I think the one thing though that I understand with this game is if you're if you're using your headset to chat in a public chat, not in a party chat in the game, your yep. character's mouth will move. Yep. And I kind of like that. So it's, it's actually you. Okay. Which uh, which kind of works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this game has its own single pl- uh, campaign for the character. Yes. And I noticed because, of course, I'm a fucking some form of perfectionist when it comes to character creation. Yes. I've made my character four times. He was bald. <laughs> and then I'm like, his eyebrows look too sad. So I deleted him. Started again. Uh, his eyebrows don't look right. Deleted him. Started again. And every time you're you a perfectionist, Eddie. That's what like that's what we love about you. Well, thank you. Uh, but every time you make a character, your starting area is different, and the, the okay. dialogue is different as well. So um, your character is in a prison. The prison is on an island, and the, the warden essentially goes, "Yep, we need your help to, to do some stuff in Valentine." And then the second time around, it was we need to do it in Rhodes. Okay. And then it was we need to do it here and um, mixing it up. Yeah, and that also changes where you start the game and where your camp is and all that sort of stuff at the start. Okay. It also changes your attire that uh, is available for your character. Oh yeah. Uh, when you start the game, so um, you, you know you start off in roads, you get a vest. You start off in Blackwater, you get coats and you get nice fancy shirts and stuff like that. So it's kind of cool. Okay. Um, look, I, I will preface my next statement by saying I know this uh, that this online game is still in beta, mm-hmm. uh, so I don't know when they're officially releasing like the you know, the proper version. It's out now, go nuts, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But essentially, it's available to everybody now. But they're still calling it the beta version because they're still uh, refining some of the game. Yeah, uh, I, I find this uh, there are massive online complaints at the moment, and I'm finding it true myself. Yep, the in-game currency format yes. is. Fucking atrocious. Yes. Uh, so, for example, we have uh, the Mauser pistol. Uh, it, it's the, the prime example. The Solo Blaster, basically. Yeah, essentially. Uh, it's, it's the prime example because it's the most egregious of the lot. It's uh, in the online game, it's worth a thousand dollars. And I think it's a three hundred percent increase on the uh, like the single player game. Single player, it cost. costs three hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's just 
it's insane that it would cost that much. So yeah, it makes it very hard because the like you uh, gradually collect cash, and it's much less than you would in the normal game. Yeah. Um. So like you know, if you would loot a, a guy that you've just shot in the game, you might get you know two dollars or three dollars out of his uh, out in of his pockets. Player, yeah. Uh, in multiplayer, you're getting forty five cents. Yeah. So, and, uh, you know, it's just those little bits that just don't quite add up at the moment. Yeah. They also have a, a premium in-game currency uh, as, as the gold bars. Yeah. And that that, co- that collects separately from your uh, just your normal currency. Yeah. And it just seems to be a really bizarre way of doing that because... I don't know. It just It's going to encourage exactly what they did with GTA V Online. It's going to be in-game, like, you know, shark cards, essentially. But it's going to be, hey, purchase... 25 gold bars with $25. Oh, if it's purchased 25 gold bars for 10 bucks, then yeah, I'd probably, I, yeah, something like that. My yeah. problem is the microtransactions. They are, they're literally forcing you, and there are some items in this game that you can only purchase with gold bars. That is true, yes. Uh, and so they've pretty much locked it down, and they, they will, I will guarantee you they will maintain that because, you know, GTA Online makes them like hundreds of millions of dollars a year in, yeah. in currency because, in like real earth dollars, because people just buy stuff. Yeah. So they want the latest car, they want the fastest thing, the biggest gun. It's going to be exactly the same in the online version. So that's well, if a it worked for them there. in the past, then it'll work for them now, I think. Why yeah, would well. they change? There's no yeah. reason for them to change. It is annoying, though, that, yeah, some items are gold only, like the, uh, yep. the traditional standard duster coat, which I think in Red Dead uh, single player is like 10 bucks or 20 bucks of in-game sure. currency. And it's just a standard flat coat. It's... It's nothing special. It's a Clint Eastwood coat. Yep. It's one gold bar in multiplayer, and you can buy that and use it from whatever level you are. Because, of course, with uh, same thing with Grand Theft Auto Online, you want to use this weapon, you, you need to be a certain level. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. makes sense. I kind of like that. You can't yeah, just sure. have the best weapon from the site. You need to actually you can't get buy to your way into the game. Yeah. 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 Um, but for a duster coat, then I'm like, cool, every cowboy should just be able to have a duster coat. It's just an aesthetic. It's just a skin. Like, make that in- in-game currency. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the one thing I was, some other things I do like as well is you can actually go into shops now and buy different gun belts. Okay. Yep. Um, sure. So you couldn't do that in the single player. So you can actually buy a black gun belt with a skull on it, and you know have the bullets wrapping around a certain direction. You could, but you just had to like there were there were a lot of them were based on like collection stuff. So yeah. go out and collect all these skins like yeah. perfect pelts and all the rest of it. Well, this way you can just yeah. go into a shop and you go, I buy want it. you know like a a Clint Eastwood badass like the biggest you know best gunslinger in the West Belt, you can buy one. Yeah. Of course, it'll cost you, you know, 250 gold or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, but sure. But you can do that. And one of them is even like a holster attached to a bit of string, which <laughs> yeah. is, is kind of cool. It's pretty cool. The one thing it is missing, and so one thing I've wanted from single play, but we didn't get, but we got it in Red Dead Redemption 1, is ponchos. Yeah. I Where's re- your ponchos? Where's my Clint Eastwood look? Yeah. that's. Ex- I want to make McCree from Overwatch, basically. I want my poncho. <laughs> <laughs> Why is your reference McCree and not Clint Eastwood? Because I it's, like McCree. But McCree is Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Clint yeah. Eastwood. McCree. It's high noon. Um, uh, yeah. uh, uh, another thing, uh, going back to some of the currency discussions, yeah. like um, you can, we talk about you know, uh, how much items cost. You look at also things like food. Like They, br- they brought across oh, the yes. survival aspect of, um, of the single-player game to the multiplayer game. Feeding your horse, feeding, feeding yourself. That's right. Yep. And food is more valuable than gold in this game. So Baked beans. Yes, baked beans. Uh, I think a can of baked beans will sit back $1.20. Yep. Uh, and you can exchange a gold wedding ring into like the the pawnbroker or uh, the, 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 the fence, fence uh, for a dollar ten, so baked beans are more expensive than gold. 
To be fair, back beans do a lot when it comes to like health. They are the magical fruit, so you know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it is quite interesting though, because yes, you have to maintain your horse's health, your own health, your own stamina, so on. All of that stuff's still there. Yeah, I don't know if that's such a good idea to bring into an online. No, I like I like the survival aspect. I like it in the single player version. I don't think like making it like almost. It's just restrictive in, in, in yeah. the way that you play it in this multiplayer world. It's, it sort of sucks if you're saving, you know, 250 gold for a new rifle. Yeah. And it's like, oh, crap, my horse has no stamina. Like, if it runs out of stamina, it's going to take ages for it to, to catch back up. Yeah. I need to go buy some carrots or I need to go find some food That's to not horse. conducive yeah. to multiplayer. Like, oh, yeah. I need to rest overnight to, you know, you know keep my play, my get my health levels up. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't, like, it's not the multiplayer way. It's not how multiplayer games are played. Yeah. And I just don't think that that's going to be good going forward. Yeah. Um, so, like, you know, they've kept all of those aspects in. They. It's like having fuel in your cars for Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, it just it just seems strange. There is, uh, you can purchase horse insurance. Yes, that's <laughs> free. But you get car insurance. Well, no, no, that's, that's free the first time. Yeah. So if you purchase, they, they give you, like, a ticket so that you can purchase it as an example. Yeah. And then the next time you purchase it, it's it's going to cost an arm and a leg. Well, it's, uh, they did have car insurance for Grand Theft Auto Online. They did. So if yep. someone come past and blow up your car, you instantly just get a replacement. Exactly, exactly right. Exactly so the same. Same idea. Yeah. Um, they also charge, like, with... Uh, GTA Online, uh, they they charge you stabling fees for your horse. Yeah. So you used to have garage costs. So you have more horses, uh, you get charged higher fees. You have a campsite fee as well, I believe. A dollar a day, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. So they they've assim- they've essentially done they've copy paste put cowboys in. Yeah. What they did for GTA Online, it is exactly the same model. I think stable costs maybe if you've got multiple. If you've got one horse, no stable costs because the horse is no, with no, you the entire seventy five cents. Yeah, I know. But if yeah. you have one horse, you yeah. should never stable cost because it's with you basically the whole time. Yeah. Who's st- where? What am I stabling? I'm not stabling it. I'm actually. I'm riding it now. I'm literally riding it right now. Seventy five cents stable yeah. cost. And I think uh, it's once an hour it pops up too. So of of actual yeah. game time. So if you're playing for an hour. Bangs, if you cost. haven't got any money, I wonder what happens there. Do you just not get charged? It does it go into negative? I think it goes into negative. Is the uh, is is yeah, yeah? I've thought about doing it, but then it's like it would take too long to actually accrue the cash again. Yeah. Um, and as somebody who started the game, I think I had like forty bucks to start the game. I bought like I think I bought a hat or something like that, <laughs> and it cost me twenty bucks. So I just and I've just been grinding on that about twenty dollar level. Yeah, it, it's really it's hard to make lower some cash. the prices of all the attire and stuff because there's no hat in eighteen you know eighty that costs you twenty bucks unless yeah. you know you're a fancy and it's made out of felt or fine leather. <laughs> you're <and> a fancy. <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs> we're going to delve into that at a later stage. We might take that offline. I want to hear all about fancies. <laughs> unless, yeah, unless you know you're a you know you're living in San Denis and you're incredibly rich. Oh, no, that's because that's where all the fancies live. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> or Blackwater. Um, but, like, no hat's going to cost you 20 bucks. It might cost you, like, 45 cents or something like that for a hat. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. The, like, the the values of things that are put on it, like, and someone did a comparison between, uh, like, actual, what is it, 18, whatever in, it is, yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and what they're charging in the game, and it's just completely out of the water. It does not match up. Yeah. It's simply done to make people buy currency and for microtransactions. So I understand as well, like, Yep, you want to make some things expensive because, yeah, like you can't just you know start your character and Grand Theft Auto Online and go buy yeah. the best weapon of the game. Yeah, yeah. Same sure. thing with the Mauser pistol, and that's and that's the one thing I like with what they've done with Grand Theft Auto Online. At the moment, I'm like, eh, the clothing options are okay; they're not that great. I'm 
big on when it comes to making my character who I want him to be. Yeah, absolutely. But like, give it six months' time, there'll be an extra 200 you know, options there, to pick from, from the stores and stuff. And there was always the, the good thing about GTA Online was there was constant updates. Yeah. Yes, there was always the conversation about the grind. And yeah. it's they basically say, yes, you can you can buy these with in-game dollars, but it's going to take you six months of grinding, like yeah. seriously hard grinding. And people worked out ways to, you know, the most effective ways stuff, to, yeah. to make money, but even still, it's still a grind. The best way was to buy money, and that's why they made so much cash, because yeah. people wanted that stuff. So... I, I disagree firmly with that business model, but just from a uh, like a gamer Casual perspective, view, it's yeah. a it's a giant middle finger to all the gamers saying. Unless you have multiple pay servers, way one's a casual server, which is you know where you can just go on with a couple of mates, and one is a you know if you have this weapon, you're a proper sort of like a casual server, and like like having casual games and ranked games in in, in Call of Duty or Rainbow Six Siege or something. Yeah, that sure. was servers because then you could go and you could spend ten cents on a hat. Yeah, cool, you got your character looking however the hell you want in a casual server. Yeah, but on a proper server, like nah, that's that's what it is. Yeah, it could be one of those proper servers like uh, like you went on in Warcraft. Oh, the role-playing service? Yeah, <laughs> role-playing oh. service. I'm sorry, a real cowboy don't talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but have you done any of the single-player or the, the, the story missions on multi on the Reddit online? I've done them, and I think they are like they are on par with what we had in the single-player game, yep. at least for the first couple of missions. So yep. I assume they're going to get bigger and better, and they're going to be they multiple They do get really, level. really good, yeah. Yeah. And you get a lot of money from the single-player campus. So you get like 30, 40 bucks a mission now. There, there you go. So like, I, I think they'll look at some of those, and they'll, they'll bring those up and like they did with GTA Online, you have those multiple setup missions. So you do all these sites or whatever. That's right, like yeah. a heist, you set up over multiple missions to something bigger. Um, so I, I'm intrigued to see where it goes. I know they've got a bunch of stuff coming. They've got um, uh, the house purchasing, so you can purchase houses that's to going to come in the near future. That'll be better than a campsite, I reckon. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, there's also some stuff you were telling me about uh, Mexico, like they had some. Yes. Yeah. So Mexico is in the game. Um, the, the, the whole map is available from what's available in Red Dead Redemption as well as Red Dead Redemption 1. And uh, someone's actually got their, you know, the code broken, broken into it somehow yeah. and has actually gone over into Mexico because the bridges aren't made yet because okay. it's set before Red Dead 1. Yeah. And there's there's rendered buildings and everything there. Okay, well, there so you go. So the, I, I would imagine that they've got something planned for ponchos. that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's when the ponchos come in. It's the poncho release. Oh, they probably. I would. Well, I would not be surprised because you know, Re- uh, Grand Theft Auto Online had the super yachts and the oh man, the Back to the Future car and the Batmobile and all that sort of stuff. So good, ponchos. <laughs> um, yeah. Now, so far, I've been really, really enjoying Red Dead Two. Um, I actually quite enjoy playing it, like without any friends, playing it solo and just matching up with some randoms and doing missions with them. Yeah. Because it, it, there are points in the game where, similar to Red Dead Redemption single player, that you, ha- you can choose to be a good guy or a bad guy. Yeah. At the end or sort of towards the climax of every campaign mission, you're, cho- you're given a choice of do the good thing or do the bad thing and that will change your, your actual morale shift for your online character. Sure. And having a group of players all voting for like spare the guy, kill the guy and the actual sort of posse or group in the campaign fighting over what they do is quite interesting yeah okay yeah that's cool so I was playing with Zach and I was the posse leader so whatever the posse leader has the like party posse <laughs> he has a, like a 51% vote where everyone else has like 49 so if the okay. depending on the majority rules how it goes and Zach chose to spare the guy so he's like oh you know he's he's on his knees he's praying don't kill me and Zach's like you know oh let's let him go it's fine and I've just done the bad cop routine pulled out my revolver and just gone bang and shot him and I'm like no <laughs> so uh, it, it, it gives that cool fun and it makes your own stories I did this me and my gang did this rather than what did you think of this mission what did you think of this mission how did sure. you handle it what's your character like yeah 
So I, I quite enjoy Red Dead uh, at the moment. If I had to give it a review, I'd say 7.5. Is this the just the multiplayer part? Or? This is just the multiplayer part. Sure. Just the online. And it's a beta review, so 7.5. I, I'd, I'd say that's about right. 7 to 7.5, I think. I'm in, I'm in that same ballpark. Yep. Um, just, yeah, the, the, the things that annoyed me about GTA Online, and I'm one of those guys who did the grind for a long time to try and get better stuff in the game. Yep. Just it burned me out. So I'm just worried about burnout on this game. Yeah. Uh, well, burnout is a different game. <laughs> Great game too. Burnout Paradise. Um, I I would say yeah. I'd probably lean towards seven. Yep. Um, just just because it's just going to annoy me in in the end. Yeah. But uh, now, if you uh, have not finished Red Dead Redemption 2's campaign mode, Tom, 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 uh, possibly even Tom, Tristan, Ollie, Tristan, whoever, if you have not finished the Red Dead Redemption 2 campaign, this is the part to switch off. Because as of right now, we are going into complete spoiler territory of Red Dead Redemption 2's main campaign. Fuzzy, take it away. Spoiler warnings. <laughs> okay, so the main character. <laughs> Arthur Morgan. Arthur Morgan. Yeah, boy. Gets tuberculosis and dies. Yes. Spoiler. <laughs> You'd be warned. We warned you. He dies. So at, at one stage during the game, he uh, the the common very belief, early in the game. That's as well. right. He's out collecting money for the crew, and he interacts with uh, with some guy who like who's sick and coughs all over him. And it's commonly thought that that's how he develops tuberculosis. And as is true to the time, according to my lovely lady person who was a nurse, uh, there was no known cure at that stage for tuberculosis. So he gradually just gets sicker and sicker and dies. Yep. And how he dies is a massive choice at the end of this there game. There are four options. There's four. I see. Four. Okay. Yeah, there you go. There so you go. I chose the one where I went back and like basically went for the big grab of the cash. Yeah. So I think it's the start of chapter six. You come yeah. back from... Off, off the coast of Cuba or something. Oh, that's uh, right, yeah. And you, you essentially you come back to your camp, and 10 minutes after you're there, you start getting attacked by the Pinkerton Detective Agency, uh, which is essentially the bad guys from Red Dead Redemption 1. Yeah. And uh, you start getting shot up, and you know you, you have a little cutscene, and he just starts coughing a lot. And I'm like, he's been shot. Yeah. He's been shot, and he's not telling the posse. Yeah. Or he's not telling the, the, the group or the camp. Never go like, tell your posse. As the player, you would know because his health would... Oh, he'd be holding his side, or there'd be blood. Mm. But then, you know, you, you're on your way to do a mission, and I think it's Saint Denis, and you literally just start coughing, and you fall off your horse. Yes. And, and for the rest of the game, you have... You know, tuberculosis and it, it impacts the way that you play. Mm-hmm. You have to adjust because the things that you had aren't working the same way that it, it was before. It only puts your health up to halfway instead of full. That's right. Uh, so anytime you eat food, you cough. You, and when you cough. You give away your position. That's right. And also, when you uh, when you eat food, it doesn't do as much uh, to recover your health as previously. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of impacts of of, of the tuberculosis, and in the end, you basically just die. And um, it, it's going to happen anyway. Yeah. I, like I said, I chose the rampage pathway to go back and you chose kill everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and I went back to kill everybody uh, to get Micah because fuck that guy. So yeah, you find out one of the uh, the gang or oh, the the. Yeah, the gang members of, of Dutch Vanderland's gang is actually ratting everyone out to the Pinkerton Detective Agency because I caught it all break. the way along. And they're like, "Oh, we killed off this person because they were the rat." And I'm like, "No, it's fucking Micah. No, well, it you is. do get one point in the game where I think it's uh, Dutch Vanderland's sort of his his lovely lady person is uh, is she, he's not paying attention to her, so she gets drunk and she comes into camp and she just tells everyone, "Yep, I ratted everyone out. You're not paying attention to me. Fuck you." And then she just gets shot with a shotgun. That's right. Yeah. So I think this. Which is a very good side ploy, I reckon, as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so Micah is the is the rat, and you go back to like essentially they've burnt everything down, and they're taking the money, and you go back in and you grab this giant sack of cash, 
and it is, I think it's about $45,000. Wow. So once I just look at my wallet going, yes, I'm walking out of here alive and I've got all the cash and everyone's running away. And then we haven't talked about this before, so spoilers for duty. Yeah. You have like Micah tackles you in the uh, in the last campsite and yeah. it's raining and everything's on fire and you had this fight. And essentially, like, do you remember that scene from uh, Saving Private Ryan? No. Uh, with, you haven't seen that movie? No. Oh, my God. you got to watch that movie. There's a, essentially, there's a bit where, like, they, they get out a knife and you're coughing and Mike, you're beating up Micah and you're, you're really almost dead. Yeah. And he grabs his knife and he starts slowly pressing it into you. Like, he stabs you in the back and the kidneys. Yeah. And then he slowly starts pressing it into your chest. It's just this, sl- oh, it's brutal. Oh. And so Arthur dies there in the mud. Um, prior to that, though, he gives off his gear to, spoilers, John Marston. Uh, so you take over as the in the epilogue as John Marston. Which I saw coming from a mile away as well. Cause if it had to happen. If you've played Red Dead Redemption 1, the story is, uh, is John goes after his former gang mates and Arthur is not mentioned in that game at no. all. Yeah. And so, yeah, so he's essentially John starts the epilogue with all of the gear. That, uh, that Arthur had, which is good. So yep. you've got that. And then you play the epilogue as John Marston, which was... Interesting, and we can get it was, to that. It was comfortable. Oh, I, I felt that's that's the only way to do it. All right, so, yeah. so you tell me your ending because yeah, so, yeah, Arthur got stabbed in the chest by oh, Micah yeah. for me. Yeah, so uh, spoilers for Fuzzy. Yes. Um, so <laughs> when you there's a, there's a part in the game where of course you're with John. John's wanting to go back to Abigail and and Jack, uh, and then it comes to the point where do you go back for the money or do you help John go to his family? Yeah. I chose to help John because I played as a hero Wuss. most of the game, um, and you start climbing up a mountain. Yeah, and okay. you get completely surrounded by Pinkerton. It's sort of like the end of Bush oh, Cassidy wow. the Sundance Kid. Yeah. You are surrounded by them to the point where, like, I've got 500 rounds and I was running out of ammo. I'm like, holy shit. I'm, so like many Pinkertons. Waves and waves of them just keep coming. Yeah. And just as you think, you know. They just oh, keep breeding. I'm, I'm just going to run out of ammo and I'm going to die. Yeah. Micah comes up from behind you and punches you in the back of the head and you have an actual fucking rat. You have a fisticuff brawl with him. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, essentially, you're coughing everywhere. You're fighting over a pistol. It's sort of that tr- uh, traditional, you know, he knocks the pistol out of your hands. You fight, you know, you're crawling for the pistol, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And uh, Dutch appears, and you're hoping that sort of Dutch... Dutch has still got both of his guns, and you're hoping he shoots Micah. And he just stands there, and John's going, he's the rat. Yeah. You know, rah, 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 rah. And Micah's like, let's kill him, let's go. And Micah goes to kill him, and Dutch goes, no. And they both walk up in their separate direction, uh, and Arthur is coughing his lungs out. Yeah. And he looks over the cliff, and the sun is rising. Yeah. And he just dies while the sun's rising. And oh, it's wow. beautiful. Wow. Beautiful. So you died with and the sun course, rising. I died in the mud with a knife in my chest. And, uh, of course, wow. uh, <laughs> as you start to get surrounded, he goes to, to John, run, go to your family. John goes, here's no, I'm not shit. leaving you. Yeah. Here's my hat. Yeah. Here's my satchel. Here's my wallet. Go. It's weird that he gave his hat. I kind of like that. I, I, I kind of like, like that. I mean, John Marston had his own hat. Like, it feels like the hat was a very personal thing in this game. I have a big thing about hats. Did you so use <laughs> the, the the Arthur Morgan hat for the whole game? No, fuck no. It was ugly. I, I changed it up. I yeah. I, used I went the with stalk- the stalker. <laughs> the stalker is definitely the best hat in the game. Um, oh, I don't know the big. Va- I think it's the big valley hat. I used that for so <laughs> the big valley hat looked fucking ridiculous. The, the giant Carmen San Diego hat. <laughs> I, I need to get like I want. I can't fucking wait for the Mexico edition because ponchos and fucking sombreros. Sombreros are in multiplayer. You can yes! buy them. Yeah, they're already available. I want to get a sombrero. But um, uh, depending on what what chapter you're on to in Red Dead Redemption uh, Two, 
is pending the area you're generally playing at. Oh, okay. So when I played in Rhodes, I just had a vest, no jacket, uh, and I wore my soccer hat, and then I was like, cool, you're on the run, they know where you are, you go to Sandini, and I'm like, he's now got a big, you know, Sam, Sam Elliott mustache. <laughs> he looks like a McCree in the Gambler outfit. That's, or that's or Sam I, Elliott, who you just referenced. No, no, no. No, no, like, <laughs> no, no he's got a Sam Elliott mustache, so he looks like McCree. <laughs> Fuck you! There's Your a, cowboy references are shit, and you should feel bad. There's a McCree outfit in Overwatch called the Gambler in Riverboat, and I just copied that outfit. Like, the big hat, okay. the, the mustache, yeah. the, the Colonel Sanders bow tie, all that sort of stuff. Okay. So, depending on where I was, I just kept changing my outfit to... Yeah, change what I look like, but yeah, it was, it's an outstanding game, and I kind of like John having the the Arthur Morgan hat because when you put on his winter apparel, yeah, which uh, towards the end of the epilogue you find out where Micah is and oh. you go after Micah. Yes, and yes, spoilers for the epilogue, you have this massive shootout on the top of a mountain with the with the the new Vandalin gang. Yeah, and you you get to kill Micah, which is so fucking satisfying. Yeah, but like. I was a bit annoyed. I knew, like, Dutch, obviously, would get away for we, this. Yeah, because he's in Red Dead Redemption 1. Exactly right. Which is, But it's so frustrating because it's like, he was essentially the bad guy. Micah, yes, was his... Was pretty see, much I, his think, I think Micah was the bad guy. See, Dutch starts off with, like, when he first started... Dutch the, is a fucking asshole. No, when you start the game, uh, the campaign at the start, he's, he's a good guy with good intentions. He's like, we steal from the rich, we give to the poor, we help our own, we help others who need it. And then as the game keeps going, he starts shifting bad. Yeah, no, no, I don't think he shifts bad. I think he is bad, but he he justifies his badness with, like, flowery language, and he's just he's just convincing everybody because he can talk. He's got, you know, the gift of the gab. Yeah, see, I think he's convincing everybody that, oh, no, no, this is the way of the world. This is the truth. You know, they're all lying to you. This is what, I, you know, what I'm telling you is true. I think it's like Saint Denis when he gets fucked over by, uh, essentially, Scarface. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There, yeah, there's a character that's basically Scarface, but uh, when he gets r- sort of ripped off or lied to from him, and then he changes, and then the the bank robber goes wrong, and Lenny gets stabbed, and Hawley gets shot and in the he's, street, and all along the way, he's leaving these people to die. He's a fucking asshole. Like that's the, and that's yeah. the thing. Like you slowly start to see, oh, you know, maybe one I can understand, but now the truth of the stories come out, and they start linking together, and you see, well, Dutch is actually not just, you know, it wasn't just a mistake. Oh, maybe that person didn't die on their own. Maybe you know he, you know, just stopped. And there's a couple of points where, like, you know, Arthur gets left for dead, uh, uh, by in the uh, oil yeah. Uh, refinery. Yeah, and it, like literally, that's at the end though, where where. Uh, Dutch is a complete asshole, and he only cares about himself. I think earlier I, in the game, though, is completely different. See, I think he's a, Dutch is always he's a survivor, and so the thing about survivors is they're very self-serving. When it comes to a, a fight or flight thing, they 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 go. They look after themselves because they are not willing to risk themselves to save the other person. Mm. Arthur Morgan, um, we look Depends at on how you play him. Yeah, yeah, John Marsden. They like their core character. Is, is very much a good character where they will go, they will save and they will put themselves at risk for others. Yeah. And that's, I, th- I think that doesn't change like in the stories. Yeah. It just, it, and Dutch is just awful. So I think it was so frustrating to see him walk away at the end of that, but it was very satisfying killing Micah because that guy's a... Oh, yeah. Oh. Once, once you, the, the, the sort of the Mexican standoff in the snow... <laughs> is just With no Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, it, it was just... Beautiful, and the the one thing that hit me at the heartstrings, if you've played Red Dead Redemption 1, you know that John Marston dies just outside of his own stable. Yeah. He gets surrounded by... It's it's Butch Cassidy in the Sundance can. He comes outside, he shoots a couple of people, and he just... So many Butch Cassidy references. I'm oh. sure McCree's got a couple of scenes like that too, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
but it's there's one mission in the game where you build your house. Yeah. And it was the it was the best like mini campaign episode ever. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Like ep- the epilogue is setting up Red Dead 1. Yeah. And I, I really hope that they like I know that it's it's still available and working. I really hope they do like a like a reboot uh, rebooted edition like a HD version upgraded for current gen. Yeah. I think that would be fucking amazing. Well, we both know we love this game. Yes. Do you have any favourite single-player missions that you really enjoyed or anything that you thought, this is fucking awesome or anything like that? Look, I, I think there were a lot of enjoyable aspects of it. It's fucking long. Like, oh, it's a long game, you, but it's it's completely amazing the whole way through. Yeah, and like, be prepared to spend long periods of time riding places. Yep. Um, I know we talked about when I when I got this game, when this game out, I got the Pro Controller, Yep. Uh, and I'm glad I did because I put one of the buttons uh, underneath. I made that the... Yeah, yeah, a sprinting button essentially. Yeah. So when I'm riding my horse, all I have to do is grip the controller, like instead of having to press it down with like. So because you're riding for long periods of time, that made that, that much helps, more yeah. bearable. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So so some of that stuff is like as grindy as fuck, but I mean. The missions, they, there was that beautiful mission where you um, raid the plantation house. Oh, that's a scene from Django. That's, yeah. That's it's essentially your whole gang is like, uh, like. Going Walking down kid- this like this this tri- like this tree lined avenue yeah. to up to this plantation house, and you're there to like uh, rescue uh, Jack John Marston. Jack Marston, yeah, uh, from these this awful family who have yep. taken him hostage and you essentially are walking up with your gang and they all spread out across this and avenue. And it's got that sort of that, that Jaws, Bad Hat, Harry camera sort of reaction that it just extends out. You've got the moonlight coming in through the trees. You've yeah. got the, the Django music playing and then you just tear apart this house with gunfire. And it's, it's just outstanding when you 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 know you and the gang all lined up the front yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. And like, you're just strut, and strutting it down. You're strutting and you've all got your rifles in your hand or your yeah. pistols or whatever and just hearing, you know, Dutch going, we're here for the kid and just, it's just outstanding. I'm, outstanding. I'm, it's one of those ones I actually went back and replayed it uh, oh. again. So you can go back, like, with, right, yeah, like with GTA, you can go back and replay individual chapters. Yep. Um, I went back and replayed that because it is super fun. Um, so that was great. And I, I just think there, there are, there are a couple missions like that that are, uh, that are amazing. Yeah. Um, I wish they had done more with uh, New Austin. Yeah, they don't uh, do too much, yeah. They basically... So, uh, spoilers again, spoiler episode. But, yeah, they make the entire map of Red Dead 1 available to you, apart from Mexico. Yep. Uh, so, New Austin is in, available in its entirety, yep. and there is almost nothing in it. So, I've ridden, oh, yeah, it, yeah. I've ridden around the whole thing. I've gone to all the towns and done all the... You know, visited everything, and I go, hey, I remember that. Yep. Great remember berries, but... Nothing there. There's n- but also, when that unlocks, you're only playing as John, and nothing can really happen be- because of the events in the first game. Yeah, and it's uh, but it's frustrating that there's no like you know there, there's a couple of strangers missions, there's a couple of gangs, yeah, and that's it. And there's like there's a new gang that controls the New Austin territory. Oh, cool. So you get to fight against new bad guys, essentially the same bad guys in different outfits. Well, you get the Skinners and you get the the all these other sort of things. Yeah. Yeah, and and these are guys that are almost like almost Mexican, but not quite. Yeah. So it's just, I, I just find, it's just, there was some missed opportunities to create additional content. Whether or not they're going to bring it out, I don't think they will. Another Under Nightmare or something like that would be awesome. Oh my God, I would I would buy, if that comes out as a DLC and it's like 20 bucks, I'm buying it in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah. Because that game was killer and it was, like we talked about it in uh, um, Horror Games. Yeah. 
and uh, it's one of the best like uh, zombie games I've ever played. So I will play that. In a there is there second. is a little reference I noticed as well. When you play Red Dead Redemption One, you go to Armadillo for the first time. You meet the sheriff. So when you actually go, or when, oh, I, yeah. when I went to yeah, Armadillo yeah, yeah. for the first time in Red Dead Redemption Two as John. It was raining. There was lightning. There was a lightning hit a tree next to my horse and spooked my horse. It was it's yeah. outstanding. So yeah. You get there and there's essentially a gang who's gone through Armadillo. The sheriff comes outside to settle them down, and the gang just shoots the sheriff in the middle of the street. And I went, "There's the old sheriff. The new sheriff's going to be the guy." From oh the wait, game. so you let him shoot them? Yeah. You let them shoot the sheriff? See, I saved the sheriff. I shot the gang. Oh. And the sheriff goes, "I'm fucking out of here." <laughs> ah. Throws his badge on the table and says, "You can take whatever you want from inside." Yeah. And then fucks off. So yeah, no, I got there. Ju- you like- heartless bastard, duty. Hey man, <laughs> you went back for the money. I went back for the money, but I saved the sheriff. I you saved- let a man die in the streets. <laughs> it's not my place. <laughs> it's not my thing. But they're just saying armadillo that yeah, like uh, the the town is infested. There's no one out in the street. The yeah. saloon yeah, and yeah. the general shop, and that's it. So it's uh, look. I, th- I think there was some like and Thieves Landing is literally just a hole. It's, yeah. There's no mansion or anything there. It's, it, it very much feels like the world before. It's great to see as a like I said, member berries. You see the stuff that you saw in the first game. Yeah. It's great and it looks beautiful. I just want the content in there. So It'll if that comes out as a DLC patch to say you know play on with all this gear and this new thing. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh yes. Yeah. Judy, uh, your favourite uh, favorite moment in the single-player game? The one that actually sort of had me sitting on the edge of the table. I love the bank robbery ones because you can decide to use dynamite or actually crack the safe. Did you, which one did you do? I cracked the safe. Of course. Yeah. I'm it's not making an unnecessary noise. Yeah. Um, but the, <laughs> It really doesn't make a difference at the end of the day. All right, right whatever. <laughs> um, but there is a mission uh, just outside of Saint-Denis in the, in the swamps. So probably Saint-Denis. Saint-Denis. And you have, you have to get a boat to essentially quietly uh, approach Scarface's house to take him out. <laughs> I can't remember the character's name. He's, he's essentially Scarface. Oh, is that the one where you get... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. But to get the boat, you have to do a helper mission with these uh, <sighs> crawfish catchers. And that's great, but one of the boats goes missing. It's in crocodile territory. Yeah. And Dutch just goes, me and this guy are going to go that way. Arthur, you go in that direction. And, on uh, your own, on yeah. your own, and let us know what you find. And there are gators everywhere. There be gators, no damn waters. I waters. was fucking shitting myself. It was pretty scary. I will, I will admit. And I then the legendary gator appears at yeah. the end of the mission, and that thing is fucking mad. It's probably like 15, 20 meters. It's it huge. is like the jaws of of alligators. Yeah, and you can then, if you want to, opt I'm sure to there's hunt a it. gator version of jaws, but you know, that's the same. Lake Placid. Yeah, no, there you go. It is the Lake Placid but of this w- game, but it's white. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's just it's out, it's outstanding like I was on the edge of my seat like I don't want to go further I can see the guys there I need, to, I need to get closer to talk to him and then literally the, the gator takes the guy and you're running in the water to go save him like no 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 if I'm Arthur I'm staying in the boat that guy is dead fucking A you're like shit I'm really sorry about you mate let's go home <laughs> <laughs> look we need your boat oh shit <laughs> uh, it's it's outstanding game it is it is I'm not going to say where it is, but uh, the Game of the Year episode will be coming up, I think, not next week, but the week it's, after. It's in the discussion, and if it's not in the discussion, along with Fortnite, obviously, uh, if it's not in the discussion, we'd be crazy. We'd be yeah. crazy not to consider it. Um, I know we've had this discussion as well, and we've talked about the rating uh, for the single-player game. Yes. And the multiplayer game together. And uh, and I've, I've rated the multiplayer game down because of some of the core problems that we discussed as today. As well, if you have a mission to do in, uh, in Tumbleweed in the original map, and you're all the way in, uh, in San Denis, that's a long ride. Oh, yeah. Tumbleweed to San Denis is 15, 20 minutes, if not longer. Of just riding, of just, of just holding riding. down a... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you just want to get there in slow time. 
Uh, yeah, so, like, I, I think it, for me, like you said, you know, oh, you've got to treat them separately. and But I, I see this as one fully packaged game, right? Yeah. You sell the, the the single player, which is amazing, and then you sell the multiplayer. It's together. It's it's one big thing. Yes, you can enjoy it without playing multiplayer. Yeah. But I think when you sell a game like that as a AAA title, and you say, you've got both options, give me fully formed games on both sides. And I just... Uh, I think the multiplayer drags it down just a little bit. All right. Well, if you had to review the the single player campaign, single player on on its own, uh, we're out of ten, right? Yep. Yep. So I'm going to say single player game on its own without anything else. Yep. It's a nine point five. Perfect. Perfect. I'm going to go the exact same way. Uh, it didn't have ponchos, which <laughs> there's your half a point. <laughs> no, no. Well, I was really looking forward <laughs> Lack to lack of ponchos before even <laughs> no yeah. hearts on fire. Yeah, that <laughs> no hearts on fire. If you don't know that reference, go back and listen to episode uh, ninety-five of Shaking Not Nerd. Uh, but I was really looking forward before I even put the game in. Uh, was I want to make my character that sort of the outlaw that wears the poncho, and when you walk through the middle of town, people go, "Oh shit!" and they all run inside. Um, <laughs> so many Halloween references. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, well, next week, what do we got, Fuzzy, for episode nine of Shaking Not Nerd? Episode nine next week, uh, we're going to be talking about Just Cause Four. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As well as Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Oh, yeah. So that'll be Two big games coming out. Like, they're both out this week, right? Yep. So Just Cause War released, uh, I think it was like Monday, Tuesday. Yep. I got the game Monday because I got the Gold Edition. And uh, bling, bling. Super Smash Bros., which comes out December 7th. Oh, exciting. So tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, nervous excitement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, as well, there was also a cool piece of news that if you go, and if you're still listening to this part of the episode, if you go to JB Hi-Fi tomorrow... And get a copy of Stack Mags, and you get a copy of Fallout 76 vinyl record for free. Wow. That's kind of cool. I mean... It's got Take Me Home. Is it actually it. made out of vinyl, or is it nylon? Oh. <laughs> I imagine getting a Stack magazine, it's got like a nylon no, 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 bag. It's an actual, an actual record. Oh, yeah, I know, no. no. Yeah. But imagine you go in there and go, oh, I'd like my copy of Fallout with you know the vinyl, and they go, oh, here you go, and they give you a vinyl uh, nylon, nylon bag. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm going to race down and pick up my copy of that just because I want Take Me Home Country Road on vinyl. And it's a bright yellow vinyl as well. Oh, there you go. It's fucking oh, oh, there we go. So we'll be there uh, 10 a.m. tomorrow? Yeah. Yep, kicking down the doors? Uh, Saturday, Saturday, sorry. Saturday. Oh, yeah. shit. But, oh, uh, shit. <laughs> yes, also keep an eye on uh, the uh, Shake Not Nerd Facebook page because there are some more reviews coming up from yours truly. Yes. So uh, Benny and the Ink Machine has just gone up and that game is uh, incredible. Oh, God. Oh gold! Oh, oh load! Oh, oh Jesus! Oh load it! Um, uh, we've got another. We've got another big episode coming up in the near future, in a couple of weeks' time. Yep. Uh, we're going to be talking game of the year. Yes. We're teasing our own a little game bit. Awards. Yes, our own game awards because we're going to be like two weeks later than everybody else. Yeah. But there's still games coming out. There's yeah. still games getting released. So we didn't want to do it too early. We wanted to wait till after Smash Bros. We wanted to wait till all the big games of the year are out and ready to go to tell you what to buy the week before Christmas. Exactly. And we will be joined by Mr. Ben Russell. And Evan from Gamey Gamey Game. Woo! Say it again. Gamey Gamey Game. That name again is... <laughs> Gamey Gamey Game. <laughs> That'll be a very fun episode to find out what their games of the year are, what our games of the year are, as well as we have our own categories for the games of the year as well. Absolutely. So if you've got a game of the year, uh, send us a message. Uh, we'll put some. We'll put a post up on Facebook yep. to let you know to, to submit your submissions. Submit your submissions. Submit yep. your answers for game of the year. Tell us what your game of the year is. Tell us what we should have been playing, what we've missed so far yep. uh, in, our, in our reviews. So, yeah. Clearly exciting. It's, a, it's an exciting time for games. I'm, bro- I'm almost broke. 
I've still got games to buy, and I'm always fucking broke this year. Well, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Well, uh, <laughs> yes, next week's episode will be Just Cause 4 and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, as well as what's happened at the Video Game Awards in LA. Yes. So, well, I have been uh, Doody Dishman. Hope you've enjoyed this episode of Shaking Not Noob. If you have, maybe tell a friend or two. They might enjoy it as well. Or and three. Or three. Don't, don't be exclusive for people with two friends. Yeah. Or three. Or four. Three. four. four. If or they've got four, even better. If Just Cause 4. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I've been Doody Dutchman. If you enjoyed this episode, of course, tell four of your friends. Um, <laughs> or more. Or more, yep. Uh, if they might enjoy uh, this episode and they enjoy video games. I'm Doody Dutchman. Oh, shit. Hey, I bet. Hey, I bet.